You're listening to the Mind Made Wrong podcast presented by Steel Maggie, episode number 45. Welcome to Mind Made Wrong. My name is Steel Maggie. I'm your host, and I create bittersweet and bold dance pop for the minimally sane, the moderately restless, and the significantly idealistic. That's my tagline. I really like it. Let me know what you think. Um, I am too excited to bring this podcast episode to you. I'm just really on another level about it. It's so important. I am... I'm going to over-deliver on value today. And if you're new here, hello. I'm giving you a grateful welcome. In this podcast, uh, Mind Made Wrong, I have real topical conversations and badass interviews about the relationship between mental health and artistry. And we are at episode 45. Oh my, I, I, I want to thank you, you know, with it, eternal gratitude that you're here right now. And for those of you who've been, you know, here, you know, forever, um, not forever. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it hasn't been a long time. It's just, it's, it's a little short of a year. Um, and you know, you've been listening to this podcast. Um, it's going to be one of my solo episodes where I get to go deep into a topic relevant to your mental health and a mind, your mindset as a creative. This episode idea came to me about a month ago, but honestly, I am so glad I didn't record on it until now because it's super relevant. Um, this month of March 2020 has been absolutely brutal for everyone, either physically, mentally, emotionally, or all of the above. You know, anyone who isn't on a remote island far away with no visitors or news or Wi-Fi. Um, it's been said here that in the United States on this day, we have not seen the worst of it with COVID-19, and I absolutely hate that fact, and we're leading now in cases, and we wouldn't, it's that, this was like unthinkable, like, you know, a month ago, you know, like, <laughs> I had just released a song, I just released Holy Ground, you know, I wasn't even thinking about this, um, and I don't want to give more energetic attention to the panic or the anxiety or the virus itself because I believe without a shadow of a doubt that what we focus on expands and I'm also not going to put you or myself through playing yet another round of how fucked are we today. That will never be my aim. If it's not productive and you know if it keeps us away from the passion and purpose of our lives both in the the micro day-to-day and in the macro sense, I, I just wanted you to know that if you've been affected, whether directly or someone you know has been affected to whatever degree, or if you happen to be in healthcare listening to this episode, my greatest empathy goes out to you. You are strong beyond belief and 
you've come together, you've brought us, you know, inspiration at such a cost. Um, healthcare, you know, healthcare workers, you have done and continue to step up to the moment in the face of unprecedented and harrowing circumstances day after day hour after hour sacrifice it's just been upon sacrifice upon sacrifice uh i i don't think we can ever repay you but i do want to offer to you and others out there who might be suffering in any way whether physically or emotionally or mentally from the daily repercussions of this pandemic i want to offer right off the bat please email or dm me your story your thoughts your feelings you know i want to know how i can possibly provide support right now so after this podcast please go ahead and do so that's maggie at steelmaggiemusic.com if you want to email or at Steel Maggie HQ if you want to DM me on Twitter or Instagram. Those links will be in the description box as well. That being offered and said, this topic is relevant as hell. All of us, whether you consider yourself an artist or not, which I believe all of us are living art, but that's another podcast, maybe next week. All of us, we need to protect and intentionally design our energetic environments. What does that mean? What does energetic environments mean? Okay, so I, I think that I came up with that phrase. It The, the concept itself is 100% not original, but I like to think it's original in wording. I'm going to, I'm going to keep that for myself. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to believe that. <laughs> so what I mean by energetic environments is how you design your day-to-day experiences in life, your daily environments to be conducive to how you want to feel, what you desire to believe, and the purpose you aim to live out. You guys know I kind of operate and meditate on what some would consider as some pretty woo-woo shit. It's the stuff that I've started to talk about more and more and more on this podcast, especially going through my sobriety journey for the last almost four months now. I've said that what you focus on expands. I've talked about, let's see, the secret to authentic gratitude. I've talked about thought result alignment. I've talked about habitual thoughts becoming habitual feelings, which I might add, all these topics are being backed up with science more and more as we go along. And that's why I believe so hard in the benefit of (laughs) deliberately, can't say that word, deliberately shaping your energy and making your environment conducive to how you want to feel about the world and yourself and what's happening around us and possibly you know to you right now and that's that's the reason why it's so urgent that I shared this with you on this day so if you are in the thick of this pandemic whether directly or indirectly I want you to know that if any of this would come across as downplaying your experience that is absolutely not what I want to do I you know I invite you to listen but to please shut this off if something rubs you the wrong 
way. Um, the last thing I desire to do is to make it sound like I'm saying that all of your pain and turmoil is going to disappear if you <laughs> adjust your energetic environment in this situation. I do think that as much as you can give yourself to this process, even a tiny, the smallest bit, it can have exponential effects on your inner world. So this is a bit of a coaching episode, me coaching you and myself to um, as relevant a degree as we will both allow ourselves. All right, I had a lot of disclaimers and preface there, but it was all necessary, so um, not sorry. <laughs> I am going to give you a living example in my life of how I realized I had control over my energetic environment and how I needed to either change it or protect it from the neg negative energy of others or from my own disordered thinking. So I want to talk about my current experience surrounding this pandemic situation. I personally have been feeling powerless, anxious, stress-ridden, alternately avoidant, and then obsessive, and generally depressed. Um, part of this is, is my family environment. Um, everyone's home. Everyone is understandably freaking out. We, you know have meetings every day about every, how everything is, not every day, but like a lot of about how everything is getting worse and going to get worse. And it's, you know, been mostly, you know, negativity. Now I am very sensitive to others' energy. When, when it's, when others' energy, you know, when they're down, I try to uplift and I try to pull people up, but that is often to my own detriment. I become exhausted in an already exhausting situation. I realized a day or two ago that for my own mental health and the maintenance of my sobriety that I could no longer subscribe to that kind of thinking and that kind of energy. So actually I, I unsubscribed to liter literally unsubscribed to a lot of emails. I unsubscribed from news accounts. I actually deleted, I can't speak today, I'm sorry. I deleted my Twitter app from my phone. Quick side note, I did not delete my Twitter account, so you can still contact me there, but I did delete the app itself from my phone so that I wouldn't be tempted by the obsession and the negative energy. You have almost certainly experienced that negative, negative experiences and energy and news is far more interesting and attractive to our, our brains, to our attention. It is, it is an, an evolutionary relic of the primal brain, which operates by fear and defense. And it was, the, it, it, it was there, it was developed because it was helpful to us to defend against wild animals and the dangers of pre-modern society. Nowadays, we are very unlikely to be attacked by an animal, um, depends on your profession, right? Or, or uh, we're, not, we're not likely to be in the position to be threatened in that way, at least not consistently, like we were in those caveman times. 
So our prefrontal cortexes got bigger and we were able to think more analytically and from higher ground. That's what separates us from most other animals. We don't really in this modern age need that primal fear that you did the adrenaline. We don't need it very often. Um, all that to be said, when we have the occasional attacker, human or animal, or a modern day plague, <coughs> you know, our survival is threatened. Our sense of safety is, is, is unstable or basically gone. And that primal brain, the one that thrives on the instant moment, that kicks into gear, sometimes beneficially and sometimes not. This is why the news is like 80%, like 80, like I would say like 90% negative, you know, all about war and political horrors and car accidents and theft, um, all of that, because it taps into that instinct in all of us and that energy feeds upon itself. What you focus on expands, right? Now, if you're anything like me, you know, being constantly surrounded by low-grade fear, that, that does nothing good for your immune system, your mental health, and your general sense of well-being. And also, most importantly, your unshakable purpose in this life. Constant fear tears it all down. It puts your soul into question, at least for me. Like, that's how I see it. You know, I feel like I have no ground to stand on. And pandemic or not, that is no way to live. Thankfully, I want to note um, that I haven't had ideations through this. And I, I credit that to the incredible emotional growth that I have accomplished so far in my sobriety journey. And that I'm able to live in this time and not completely break down. <laughs> but it has brought about some nihilism, <laughs> which is ironic seeing as I talk so much about purpose and intentional design. But that's just it. I have I have been operating and unwittingly fostering an an energetic environment that brings about this defeatist and problematic thinking. It comes down to what I'm doing and the messages that my actions are sending my brain that reveal the thoughts I'm thinking, that make me feel a certain way, that keep those actions cycling. In these cases, the results are, part, part of the results are also the feelings themselves. So I thought about the environment I was creating. I remembered this concept that I had thought about, about energetic environments. I thought about how, what, what I was creating and how it made me feel. And I compared that to how I wanted to feel, or at least, at least how, what I wanted to move towards, which has seemed so out of reach right now. And um, it feels out of reach because the energy I'm creating and surrounding myself with does not allow for what I want. I went in and I took a microscope to my activities, what they revealed about the thoughts I was thinking. So here we go. First things first, I wasn't eating very much or drinking nearly enough water. I was living pretty much on coffee and carrots. <laughs> Strike one, two, and three, right there. I had to remember that my body needs food and water to live, who thought? And it also, you know, it we need food and water to 
keep our immune systems, you know, going up and keep our brain and our mental functioning operate operating as at standard, you know, baseline. Uh, I was letting the fear take me over, which was kind of communicating that I didn't need I didn't need to eat in this time. I personally, I don't stress eat. I stress starve. So that was the first thing that I began to fix. This was the first thing in my environment that I was creating that needed the change. Um, so I fixed that. The next thing was that I realized I was spending upwards of three hours a day on pandemic articles and videos and news everyone's comments on those articles and those videos and on Twitter and all the doom porn on Reddit. And um, I remembered again that what I focus on expands. I was expanding the fuck out of this already expansive and, you know, overwhelming situation. And I didn't need to do it more. My mental health was really suffering. So then I did a swift and sweeping, you know, <laughs> spree of unsubscribing from all new so- news sources that I, you know, was subscribed to. I closed all the rabbit hole tabs on my phone and on my computer. And in a previously unthinkable action, I deleted the Twitter app off of my phone. <laughs> it was awesome, actually, because it freed up a lot of space on my phone, too. So that, another another benefit there. I made a pact with myself that I would only Google stuff if I or someone else I am close to started to feel sick. Or if I was to help someone who needed information, care, or support. That would be it. And, and, only, and only very impertinent information. If the news was on in the living room, and I happened to be in the living room, I would watch five minutes just to get my updates and then put in my headphones and blast some, some metal or something or go into the garage. By way, by, by, I can't speak. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, Spotify has a fantastic playlist and it's called uh, Instrumental <laughs> and it helps uh, me drown out my thought spirals and other people's anxieties and it helps me focus on purposeful work and thought when I can't necessarily escape it a room. Um, and you know this could be honestly an ostrich head in the sand type of thing that I'm doing but I I don't care because currently cur- currently it's making a world of difference in my emotional bandwidth so I'm going to allow it. And um guys remember that this is this is your energetic environment. Whatever you decide is going to help you, whatever is working, that's what that's what's going to work for you. And whatever it, anyone says about it, as long as it's not hurting one hu- not hurting anyone that you you know in in your vicinity um or anyone just if as long as it's not hurting anyone that 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 is not their business this is the protection of your frequency and your frequency alone it is your responsibility not their business not theirs you know especially at a time like this if you let others run your environment their energy will be your your energy their energy will have the power 
you you'll you're gonna be beholden to everyone else everyone else's bullshit and it's crucial to set those boundaries that you do not let down for anyone's comments or anyone's insecurities to creep in because if you do you will pay for that that in in depletion of your inner your 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 inner empire your it's good it's your energy is going to be it's going to match theirs and that's going to keep this spiral going anyway <laughs> you needed to know that um the third thing which is definitely related to what i just mentioned was is still is being around my family 24 7 that sounds so bad to say <laughs> but i just can't do that right now i don't think anyone can really be around anyone 24 7 you know um the the quarantine and the shelter in place kind of necessitates that for the most part be you know being you know with those in your household all the time but it's not helpful um for my mental health it's not good for me i can't do it at this time i'm not saying i'm avoiding them completely but being in the constant pr presence of others who are not doing this deliberate energetic work that's not conducive to the energetic environment that I'm, I'm working so hard to create and protect. Um, so how I fixed this problem was, um, you guys know that I teach voice and piano lessons for a living. Most in an academy, but some of my own. And with the shelter-in-place order for Californians, three weeks ago, both of the lessons at my academy and my home studio, have they've all had to be moved online for the foreseeable future. But, you know, wait, let's think about this. People are home almost all the time. I have to, you know, I have to watch my brother, whose school and his school and day program are shut down until at least mid-May. So I used this opportunity to move my practice into the garage, which no one uses. Um, I set up my lights and my piano, my books, and, you know, here are a couple of tables, um, candles, I love my candles, a, a lamp, everything that I like to have in my studio, and voila, a sanctuary, um, at least when I'm working, you know, that was born. Now I'm in here all the time. Right now, even as I record this, I I need to be alone right now. I need to process. I need to be away from the emotion of this calamity as much as I can. I, I understand many of you may not have the option of almost basically total retreat as I'm doing. Um, but I want to offer you again that if you can... Find just one thing to boost, you know, your energetic environment. And I'll talk about this a little bit later. Um, no matter how insignificant that thing seems, the, I think, I, I believe the benefit will compound and be exponentially positive for you. Um, so these are things that I have yet to, the next things are things that I have yet to um, implement. But um, I would like to, and I'm going to, and I'm planning to. Um, are turning my, went the first thing, um, turning my phone off <laughs> when I get in bed, <laughs> um, turning it completely off and, and using an actual alarm clock to wake up. 
Um, I want to start working out um, more regularly or being being at least being physical um, in some way several times a week. And um, I'd like to start putting on on makeup, you know, just a little bit, um, at least mascara and eyebrow gel, um, because I've noticed that when I do that, that kind of elevates my energy. I kind of feel like, oh, yeah, OK, I, I, I look good. I, you know, it's kind of it's it, it does it. That is part of one of the things that um, makes my, you know, energy, you know, the where, where I want it. Now, note, I am not going to throw all of these things on the table at once because um, I have noticed that my uh, productivity eyes are chronically bigger than my realistic execution stomach. <laughs> Too many simultaneous demands on building habits, um, I think, for me, at least they equal discouragement and mild self-loathing. Um, or moderate when I when I inevitably crash and burn. So I've decided that I'm going to focus on um, first the working out piece for a few weeks. It makes me feel better consistently when I do it, <laughs> and it str it strengthens the immune system by promoting um, what's it called autophagy. Um, it boosts mood, it helps sleep, it's a practice that needs to be in my life regularly. Then once that's kind of cemented in, then I will do the turning off the phone thing um, when I'm in bed. Um, that I'll do that for weeks and so on. And actually, this practice of doing habits one by one is also a way that I can protect my energy. By not putting too much on my plate at once to overwhelm me, I am respecting my capacity and my bandwidth at this time. So, <laughs> that was a lot. But I, I told you, I warned you, I'd throw it down. Now I'm going to turn it over to you. I invite you to, to do a couple of steps, okay? So, number one, don't worry, you don't need to write this down because I'm going to write it down for you in the description. One take 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 it take a time you know go into a quiet place or put on that instrumental playlist that i it's not instrumental it's instrumental if you like metal or any kind of instru instrument or ambient sounds um take stock of your emotions and your thoughts right now uh, how are you feeling what are you thinking if you can trace any of your thoughts um Maybe write it down if you're a journaler. Just take stock of what you're thinking and feeling. Okay, that's done. Number two, examine your day, what you're surrounding yourself with, who, whom, whomst, <laughs> who you're surrounding yourself with, um, what you're reading, what you're talking about, what other people are talking about. Um, I know this might have changed recently for you and and very suddenly as well so I want I want I want this to be current for you I want you to look at what you're doing now what are your coping actions are and I want you to trace those back to your thoughts about the circumstance you, you will you're going to find what you need to change there number three imagine your energetic environment and how you desire to feel not how you actually feel currently but how you want to feel the number four, last step, figure out a couple of things you can adjust r right now 
that you think will help. Now, the, the, these don't have to work. These don't have to actually work. Um, I just want you to try some things right now. If you're not a candle or meditation person, that's not going to be the thing you're going to change. You know, you won't know until you try something that you even slightly, you know, believe is going to work. Even something that's like, oh, you know, let's throw that shit at the wall, see if it sticks. Once you've once you've got these couple of action items in your head, don't procrastinate. I want you to do it. Do it while you still have this concept fresh in your head. So um, that, and that's 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 you've got to do it. I'm I'm a procrastinator, you know, at, at large by default. I've got to stop saying that about myself because you know it's, it's I'm I'm perpetuating that, but it's it is it it is who I've been. <laughs> So um, don't worry about all that. I'm going to write all of those down in episode notes and on the podcast tab of my website. It is also there. So don't worry if you didn't get all of it. All right. That's your homework. I guarantee the smallest of changes can reap magnificent. Ma- 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 I can't. If, if, I, if I shouldn't. If, I, if I'm not going to do. If I'm. My, if my. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I can't use big words. <laughs> Why do I try? <laughs> um, so I, I guarantee that these tiny that this this tiny little change, whether you do one, two, three, um, they're gonna reap. Try it again. Magnificent, magnificent results. There we go. I did it. You've got to do a little bit of mental surgery, though. I can't wait for you to transform and protect your energetic environment and start feeling even just a little bit better. Okay, I love you guys so much. If you found value in this podcast, please go ahead and save it. Subscribe or follow it wherever you listen. Follow Steel Maggie. Hello. And if it behooves you, share it with another beautiful creator you know. Especially during this time, you would be giving them a much-needed gift. Go forth and create your desired energetic environment. All right, I will see you next week. But until then, let's go create beautiful things. Bye-bye.